You're listening to One Family, What's God Doing? Where we explore what God's doing in YWAM locations throughout Virginia. We can't wait for you to find out what God's doing today. Welcome back to What's God Doing? And I'm excited because we've been exploring some of the ministries happening in YWAM, Virginia. And today we get to be in the space for a really special ministry. And so I know Miss Thelma, but Miss Thelma, the people might not know you. So who are you and where are we sitting right now? Well, I'm part of YWAM, and we are sitting in a tea room, a tea and coffee room, a free tea and coffee room, which we minister to the people in the community. And we are in the center of the business section. So this is a pretty busy street, and so we have people popping in every now and then. Some of them stay the whole day, well, should I say morning and afternoon, but it's been really busy. I can actually tell you that we, since... February to now, we've had over 1,240-something people popping in here. So it's, yeah. it's, it's been busy. Yeah. Uh, as I say, some of them are the same because they've nowhere else to go, and they just come here and relax, drink coffee, service, water, eat the snacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I love about Miss T's pop-in is that the goal isn't to sell snacks. The no. goal isn't to do much of what we assume a ministry would do what it is is to be present, yeah. to create space. Whether that means it's a Bible study or someone taking a nap, yeah. you want to be present and available to your neighbors. But this wasn't a new idea, was it? No, actually not. For actually started nineteen ninety two in Musenberg, South Africa. I had wanted to open up a tea room at when my, I was in the media manager in my building. I had a beautiful building, but then the Lord shipped me to America and the following year. So here I am. Yeah. More than 27 years later. And that could be hard for people, right? Because they feel like if God's telling me to do something, why is it taking so long? Why is it taking a year, two years? But you're talking about almost three decades. Why do you, what do you think God did in that space? Because he could have just made it happen right then. What do you think God was doing in that time? I think he was preparing me to get to know the community more because um, as I say, I came here as a gopher, you know, go for this and go for that. <laughs> and then I started working at the Powhatan New Community Center and I started coaching soccer, which I did for 25 years. And then the Lord had me open what we call character club, which was dealing with the, the youth and, well, up to 12 or 15 years old, or also over 25 years. So the, I remember one lady said, if you, if you are good to my kids, we'll be good to you. Mm-hmm. And that was one remark that, I re- I've always carried with me, treat the kids and then you'll get the parents. Yeah. And so I've been doing that. And then only in 19, oh, sorry, 2019, God gave me this place. And uh, Ellen, it was just before COVID, but we never, we closed down for three weeks during COVID and and one, one month when I had a hip replacement. Other than that, we've been open all the time, yeah. as I say. Yeah. So, and they come, they come. Yeah. Uh, we're ready had to kick one out this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Come back at 2 30. <laughs> well, it's because they they know they can trust this space, but more than that, they know they can trust you because, like you said, like you've been here. Yeah. Like you have been a neighbor for 20 years. So now you have people coming that have known you yeah. for most of that time. And you have this not just a credibility, but they also know that you're going to see them yeah. in ways that an outsider might not see them. Yeah. I think so, Paul. It's been it's been a challenge, and I mean, a lot of actually, what is excuse me, they're very nice. Is a lot of my soccer kids have come in here. 
Sometimes I don't even recognize them because they had grown from six years old to 26 years old. Yeah. Yeah. But they remember Miss T, so I'm, I'm so grateful to God, really. Yeah. And actually, the thing is now, it's not the kids, but, you know, the Lord gave me a scripture years ago was Isaiah 61 with giving them the gospel, uh, heal the brokenhearted, set the captives free. And, and I feel that's what the Lord has got me wanting to do with these people is heal their mm-hmm. broken hearts mm-hmm. and he will set the captives free, you know. Yeah. They're all, most of them are alcoholics or drug addicts that come in there. Yeah. As I say, like you say, they come and sleep because farm sleep outside. Oh, we actually, Paul, being very sad, actually, you know, there's been this fentanyl and we've lost a lot of fentanyl in our area and of which Father been personally known to us. And lately, the latest one was really hard for me because it's as a, as a single mother with three kids and the two kids used to come to character club mm. and they used to pop in here and they found her overdose. It was really hard for all of us here who knew her personally to, to see, to hear something like yeah. that. It, it really has been, I'm sorry, I need to lay tear up because it's, it's hard when you know them personally. Yeah. They, When there's something really beautiful about that too, because people outside of that may just see drug addicts, may just see, well, it's your fault, but you have personal relationship. You know, the nuances of that person's life, you know, why they've chosen to step in certain ways they've stepped in. And sadly with something like fentanyl, you also know that sometimes they didn't want to produce fentanyl is often not something somebody chooses. It's slipped into what they're using. Yeah. And so you're able to mourn with those who mourn in a way that others can't because you're here. Now, the hard thing is that that's a weight that you have chosen to carry. I've chosen to be in the midst of pain, hardship, and brokenness for the sake of God's glory. But as a result, people are feeling God's love. You become a conduit mm-hmm. of God's love where it might not have existed otherwise. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you have some pictures. Uh, yeah, but I just wanted to. Uh, yeah, I have some pictures of lately. As I say, you will see it. I had we did have a bi- not a Bible study. We had a a uh, uh, devotions because to read Bible to these people uh, they fall asleep, you know. Mm-hmm. But we had short devotions. Debbie Walker used to do it, and that, and right now I have Danny, um, who's from what well, she's from the YWAB. And she's been coming in and giving very short devotions, and they seem to have been able to grasp it because yeah. then we had a little discussion. And I am so grateful to, to Daddy, but the sad thing is she's leaving at the end of the last. Her and her daughter have been a total blessing to me. She not only serves um, ministers, but she cleans the, the area afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But her daughter, there's something God, you know, I, I, I just remember, and a child shall need which is in Isaiah there. But this little girl is three years old. She speaks English, Portuguese, and sign language. And she has been, I mean, when the people walk in, she knows them by name, and she calls them good morning, Daryl, and says goodbye to them. And the smiles on their faces is just unbelievable. Yeah. And I have a, a couple of pictures here, which this one shows her praying for one of the ladies. And the lady said she felt better on the words. She has... As her and her mother, she gets them right on the ground. 
gets him right down to business. And, and then this one, she challenged you to a game of Connect Four. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, he lets her win. Yeah. <laughs> and then this guy, which actually we just heard has been beaten up and his jaws broken and his arm wow. broken. But this one, she, she taught him a new game. So he's down right on the ground there with her. Yeah. And this one I write because this is the owner of the, the store that she's got tied up here. <laughs> so as you can see, they are just totally blessed by this little, my three-year-old evangelist. Yeah. You know, so I don't know what calling else happens. I'm, I'm just very sad that, yeah. well, God moves us on, doesn't he? So yeah. he has something for them and he'll have something because this is really his ministry. Yeah. But it's... it's a great message of how God can work through small things. Yeah. So you have a small child yes. that is inspiring the gospel in this room. You have a small building that others would say, well, you can't do much in here, but so much yes. has happened. And really it came from a small idea. Like just, it's just a, a tea shop, a space where somebody wouldn't have to worry about paying anything, but they knew that they could get love. Mm -hmm. And these small things, God has done abundantly more because I mean, this guy who just got beaten, I don't know him, right? I don't know how many people know him. And it could have been that nobody would be thinking of him right now, but you're thinking of him. Oh, no. And even though there's a pain associated with that, like it demonstrates the connection that God has used you to make and the love that's able to happen. And the really beautiful thing is if, if you can do that after 26 years away to get the three-year-old can do that, then anybody can exhibit that type of love to people who are made in the image of God. So how would you encourage people if they wanted to support what's happening here, pray for what's happening here, or, or do something themselves? Well, I could just share with you. I don't know. You walk past, there's a gentleman outside mm -hmm. painted a box, and that box is going to be filled with hygiene, pantry, personal things. And uh, they are feed the, feed the streets RBA. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be opening that up on Saturday. And they're going to keep filling it up with personal stuff. And so that's, uh, you know, it's so great to know there's somebody else that wants to help this community. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, I've had people come and go, people come and go. And so I'm just waiting on the Lord that feels like he's seen Danny and Alana, you know, and the, her husband comes in occasionally and ministers to the people. But I know God's got the, this. I mean, I'm, I, I really believe that Isaiah 61, those broken hearts. I mean, if you listen to these stories, I, I just want to share something. The other day, uh, Keisha was sitting and suddenly she was on the floor. And I didn't know what was happening. And I said, must I call 911? And there she was calling 911. She has a defibrillator. No. And that the shot got off. And it was, I didn't know what to do, but she knew what to do. And within minutes, the fire brigade was yet, 10 minutes later, the ambulance. So, you know, the things that are happening here, that if she was on the street, what would have happened to her? Yeah. But I just thank God, sorry, I just yeah. thank God that she was, sorry, I get a little emotional when I think of, if it had gone for the second time, she would have gone. Yeah. So it's, I'm just grateful that God using me in this small way, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to thank you because it, one, I'm just grateful for the ministry you've been doing here and over the last several decades. But two, I really hope people catch the accessibility of this type of ministry. Um, even if somebody doesn't have access to a space, which like God brought you this space, yeah. right? 
people can make themselves accessible to others. They can build relationships because you're right. Like things are happening every day and there are people who are experiencing those things alone. And go for it. (laughs) But we have the opportunity as believers to make ourselves present. And that's what Jesus did is he made himself present in spaces that he didn't have to go, that people told him not to go. But he knew that there was connection that God wanted to make. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank you for this space, for what you're doing here. And just, yeah, I hope people continue to pray for you. And as I say, everything is free. If you want to make donations, but more than donations, come and minister to these people. They would would appreciate it. They really, when you sit with them one-on-one, you can just feel that they know that they're cute. Yeah. And, you know, if somebody's thinking, oh, but I'm not trained to navigate addiction or alcoholism or guess what? You know who else isn't? That three-year-old <laughs> not trained at all for it. The Holy Spirit can equip us for whatever we need. So all people have to do is be willing. So, yeah. So thank you. And I want to thank all of you for listening and not just for listening, but for journeying with us as we together as one family explore what it means to know God and make him known. If you'd like to learn more about what God's doing in Virginia, visit us at ywamva.org and join us next week for more stories of God at work. Thank you.